Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Still giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo has a performance. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist, not to be mistaken for an MUA. <laughs> and we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Holland. Drag Race, Drake, Drake Holland. Race Holland. <laughs> Gosh, we're all over the place Every week, every week Are you ready to get into it? More than ready Alright, tell me about your week How are you? I'm busy as always What's new? What's new? What's new? Um, Yesterday I had a little look Because I couldn't catch it live The um, Drag Race Spooktacular Okay Which is kind of like vaguely in the same vein As the Christmas special we had before But it's a bit different So everybody who's listening It's free to watch on YouTube I encourage you guys to check it out Because it's an opportunity for the season 12 queens to get a little bit more exposure we know they're the season who's been screwed over by moral panic and plagues um and there's an opportunity to tip the girls it's a fun way to spend an hour we're not going to an hour there's more than an hour actually it's we're not going to review it because just not enough material in there because it's i haven't seen it i'm going to be very honest i haven't Mm. seen it i don't i don't understand it i mean it's like what it was jada was hosting Okay, uh, and so it was nice to see Jada. She's a great hostess. She's Actually, got, is she? Yeah, yeah. She's, because like she really bombed in her comedy challenge. Do you remember that one about like her having to pee? <laughs> Do you remember? And it just dragged, and you're like, "Where is it going?" Let's not forget the only reason that happened is because Sherry Pie <laughs> ran for 17 minutes. Um, oh, I love it. They find someone to blame when they when they do bad. Nah, well, I, you know what? I would have been better if you hadn't gone on longer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I guess she's a bit like Queens, like Roxy, in the sense that she's she's a good fun hostess and she's got that energy, but not a good stand up comic. There we go. But um, no, she's great. She looks stunning. Kiss of the Spider Woman, realness. Um, looking beautiful. And basically, each queen um, got like five minutes. Very formulaic chat. Um, Feet Queen got five minutes. How was it an hour? Five. Okay, hold up, hold up. They had little interspersed, like Jan did an ASMR thing. Widow did a... Was there was a talent portion? Was there a talent section here? A couple of the girls got a little extra bit of spot. So Widow, obviously, Widow, Black Widow, Spider. Um, she did this thing where she did um, Sissy That Walk, but as a spider with like a little amazing computer graphics. Um, because it was like fly, 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 fly with actual flies, you know. Oh. Spiders eat flies, get it. Um so it was it was fun, it was frivolous, and like each girl was asked kind of, um, how you doing? Explain your outfit, which I didn't find necessary because like most of the fun for drag for me is like what do I see as a reference in this outfit? Some standouts by the way, um Gigi Good as Tippy Hedron from the Birds was amazing with mm-hmm. actual crows. She's giving us Moira realness as well with the crowning. <laughs> was that the crowning? The crows have eyes, <laughs> and you better believe it. <laughs> of course, I know your middle name, Alexis. <laughs> I blessed you with it. <laughs> I could go on and on about Moira Rose. You know what? If if I had to do, I mean, someone's already done it, but like, I would love to do about a, a, a party. You know, like, sorry, like, uh, everyone's probably like, huh. <laughs> Contact <laughs> a group of more than six. What in the same room? Huh? It's, not, it's not. What is it? Fire Island. All the gays went mm. there, and then Corona just went dot com mm. everywhere. I would love to do a party of like the night of a thousand Moiras. It happened in Toronto. 
Oh. Because it's a Canadian thing and they had a Toronto Night of a Thousand Moiras. Which Moira Rose would you dress up as? Oh, absolutely the Croning. The Croning? Yeah. It's She's like got... all those feathers. With the feathers? With the feathers. With the feathers. With the feathers. With the feathers. The thing about Moira Rose is she's got so much, so many. You know what? I would come as. Do you remember when um, David got married and then they pulled back oh. the curtains as she came in her in all of her glorious extra? It was like Monet's um, All Stars yes, White look. With I, the Pope. I think I'd come in that look because yeah. that is just beyond. That, that's just beyond. I mean, you know, you know how they say like if you go to a wedding, you can't wear white because it upstage the bride. I mean, Moira did not get that memo. <laughs> The wedding was for Moira. You guys are getting married for me. Okay. Sorry, I digress. What were we talking about before? David, must you sit there pouting like a disgruntled <laughs> pelican? <laughs> oh, the quotes. So many, in so many. In of a picturesque <laughs> lies an unpretentious winery, one that caters to its store. Oh, I anyway, wish I remember. Sadly. Like its own bebes. Hi, I'm Moira Rose, and if you like fruit wine as much as I do, you'll appreciate the craftsmanship. <laughs> Sadly, Catherine O'Hara was not in this special. Oh, why are but, you even um, talking about it then? Well, just some of, the, some, of the lo- some of my favourite looks. I loved um, Widow as Alphabet as well. Okay. And was she green? She was green. Okay. Um, Tamar. I'm not sure if you even watched the show. Do you watch the show, Tamar? <laughs> Tamar. So she actually came as Alexis Michelle as Alphabet. <laughs> And I love Nikki Doll's look as well. She had like a Nightmare Before Christmas oogie boogie, but like Raven as Nightmare Before Christmas. It was Uh great. Um, So some gorgeous looks. Um, Jan recycled her. um, Not that I begrudge her for it. Like these these girls don't have a huge amount of coin, and I think it's ridiculous how people just. It was a controversial look. Remember the um, the voodoo doll burlap sack buttons and bows look. The one that she wore on the show, which was a direct reference to Dracula episode one. Yes, we would uh, say a direct reference to Lost. Look, I got no beef with Jan. I love (laughs) anyone that's extra. I really oh, do. We we actually have a soft spot for Jan. We look extra forward to extra. Read all, all about me. That's that's my <laughs> life story. So if if you're extra, props to your mama. But if you're gonna take inspiration from someone or something, you have to name it. Yeah. And all the like, even the queens, like whenever they do like a David Bowie inspired look, mm-hmm. it doesn't take away from the fact that you couldn't come up with it on your own. It's amazing when you can take when you take reference when you can take inspiration from something and then add your own twist to it. Let's be real, Jan. Jan, Jan, I know you're, know you're listening to the podcast. You're listening, Jan. So. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. She definitely took inspiration from Loris in the Dragula look, and she also definitely took reference from Disasterina and Abora's look yeah. with the wedding look with the um, the dry ice coming the, from the bouquet and yes. then the message when she turned around. The thing is, she hasn't said anything about it. Like two looks, like three kind of from drag from Dragula yeah. that she had worn. Mm-hmm. Just Mary, say the damn name. I think Jan- say their name. Say the name. Jan's a fun, sweet, um, campy, talented queen. There's nothing new under the sun. Of course, of course, we're all... And that's what I love about drag, the references, the repackaging, the recycling, like putting your own twist in it. it that's cool. Just just name it, I guess. Yeah. Because it wasn't it wasn't exactly like Loris's look. Loris was a very kind of like anime witch, scarecrow, burlap sack kind of get up. But um, it really felt like Jan's voodoo doll burlap sack was very, very 
heavily homaging it. So you name you, it and just say, girl, I love you. I hope you don't mind. I was inspired by you and put my own twist on it. Queens inspired by queens. I mean, oh, I'm pretty thought? sure I've inspired many out there. <gasps> Absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure my name's in everyone's mouth. But you know, you're like right. after, after season two of Drag Race, everyone's copying Raven's mug. Everyone's copying your mug now. I, this, Okay. <laughs> I, don't. I was just trying to build on your joke, but clearly yeah. it fell flat. Wow. Wow, that was wow. awkward. <laughs> wow, wow, Tom. <laughs> Bolo, edit. Bolo in post-production. Can you uh, <laughs> please edit that out? That was, or add like a... <laughs> yeah, do one of those. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take away from you if you are inspired by another queen mm-hmm. at all. So Absolutely. That's it. Like, just say it. But the spectacular was fun and frivolous, but not enough material for us to review. Um... But like good on the girls and I encourage everybody to check it out um, and feel free to contribute to the girls if you so wish. Um, In contrast, I do anticipate we will be reviewing Dracula Resurrection at some point because... Oh, oh, this is news to me. No, we've discussed it on air, actually. (laughs) Uh, Play the tape. Uh, Um, Because... Yeah, she's shit. She's shit. She's shit. She's shit. (laughs) I would never say you're shit. I would never say that. I would never say that. Her looks shit. Her dress is shit. She's shit. (laughs) Back when editing was amazing. Raven, outside you're gorgeous, but your insides are dark and nasty. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but that's, it's an actual competitive um, episode of the show, which is going to lead into season four of Dracula, which I would also like to review. Um, if possible. You've got all these dreams and aspirations. Um, wow. Full of them. You've got to. Gosh. You've got to have something to look forward to in life. Well, um, you know, now that there's coronavirus, we have to review anything. Yeah. I mean, what, what's next? Coronation we might, Street. We might move away from RuPaul's Track Race <laughs> and start reviewing everything else. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I would like us to come back because it seems like it's very different. There's a lot of material there, I think, yep. from the clips <clears throat> I've seen. Um. Let's talk about last week. Last week we didn't mention Erica Clash. Erica Clash and, and Rockham Secure. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how they had a YouTube clip where they reviewed the top 10 Dragalicious Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were a bit like surprised that Hatterene had not made the list. Now we did. Is Hatterene? We, um, we went to Twitter, as you do, mm. as, as you do these days on social media. You just yes. go on there and you voice your opinion. Speak your brains. I had this for breakfast. And also, where was Hatterene? <laughs> Um, and we got a reply from Erica saying Yay. that this was before Gen 8. Yeah. So Tom would like to issue an apology for dropping the G gun and asking where Hatterene was. Why didn't you do your homework? I believed Why? that it was a recent video because they're on tour together. But clearly they've got a longer relationship than that. Um, so Erica, I sincerely apologize for any, any offense caused. Um, but like... Well, you know, wouldn't it be great if the girls got together and did a, a redo featuring Gen 8? Because Hatterene would definitely be on there. She's basically a PVC Kim Kardashian witch. Um, at- her Pokemon type is a fairy drag. <laughs> she is. That's her type. She is drag. That's, imagine that. Imagine another that. Pokemon. She is the same type as as well, actually. Fairy psychic. Galarian Rapidash with that gorgeous whiff. That she shakes out every time she hits the battlefield. There's a Pokemon. I was playing it the other day, as you do, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and there was there's a Pokemon that had, would look like a disco ball. 
and he was like very very colorful like a clown and he was very very campy and he had like beast mode was his ability every time he killed someone and this move that's like half of your damn life oh i know who you're talking about uh bless Ephelon. is that is that how- is a, he's an ultra oh. beast who just been reintroduced oh wow so she she needs to make the list she's like a clown with, yes. a, with a disco ball head yeah 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 yeah. I think she needs to make it. Fire also, I have a I have a bone to pick with people. Every time you're online, like people are just canceling the game whenever they see the cancel culture is real. But that's cancel culture so is real strong. in Pokemon because I'm so amazing. When when you come at them with your fierce strategy, which I won't divulge here, um, they just cancel because they know they can't beat you. Anyways, a Tom would like to apologize, to Erica Clash and Rockman Sakura for I'm not doing his homework and for trying. Wow, you try to come for them? We didn't we? Gen- wow, Tom, we you really? Chided. You try to come for one of the girls? You're one of those ones. You're one of those trolls, aren't you? <laughs> in the comment section like ooh, warrior keyboard warrior no we gently chided them and they've entered the conversation yes. so i mean know. yeah oh, oh, oh sorry wow Gosh. i'm angry opening channels of communication around the globe that's yes. what we do talk about christmas christmas is coming up um is it? and lockdown's happening i mean uh, life's good life's good at the moment well we we count ourselves as fortunate don't we because we're healthy we're doing okay um there are many people who we feel for around the world who are losing their livelihoods worse becoming unwell losing loved ones we count ourselves as very lucky i can't say our government's been the most organized um your government i'm from new zealand sorry i mean back just, it up. just back it done up. a fab job thank you our your government new, you our friends in new zealand are going out to theaters and conventions you know what i still get my friends from new zealand texting me like, it's halloween yeah. they're like oh you know i'm gonna what are you doing for hell are, are, are you going to a halloween party and i'm like sis <laughs> i'm in the uk at the moment like no you can't meet up with anyone that doesn't live with you you're not allowed to you can't do anything here he's like he said, oh, I keep forgetting that that's still happening. We Can you believe a- it? That's, those were his words. Oh, I can't believe COVID's still happening mm. because, you know, that's a thing of the that's a thing of the past in New Zealand at the moment. They're going to parties. They're getting drunk. <laughs> like, there's theatre going on. My sister's and Mary Poppins. I already mentioned their cases. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, like, these gay functions. And mm-hmm. every, everything is... It's okay. People are, people are traveling. Can you believe they're on planes uh, around? <laughs> there was a time when we were able to do that. But um, still, um, let's hope that the new measures uh, lead to a reduction in cases. Yes. And I mean, my, we're still going to be here. If, if anything, we'll be here podcasting, keeping you company, keeping you in touch with us. <laughs> Who else do you need? Really? Blessed be. You're very welcome. Blessed Let's be. talk about Drag Race Holland, yeah? <clears throat> Please. So last week, we said goodbye to Chelsea Boy. Yeah. Now, let's um, just to give you a refresher, the Envy Peru has her fourth win. She does. Entering the Four Winners Club. Congratulations, sis. Yeah. Abby, oh my God, managed to not be in the bottom I mean, that's the oh my god. Well, <laughs> it's Abby. I oh like, my god, girl, you didn't make it at the bottom. Like, I that's liked really Abby good. a lot last week, and I wouldn't have put her in the bottom anyway. Um, Janae JK and then Mama Queen. So Janae JK was actually in the bottom with she Chelsea was. Boy. Let's have a little recap on their uh, lip sync battle. Mm-hmm. I was shocked the Chelsea Boy. I thought Chelsea Boy was really good. The energy that um, Chelsea exuded on stage was. For me, I was quite surprised and taken aback because when I see her in the workroom and doing everything, she's actually quite chill. That's what mm. that's what I, I see her is, is really chill. But when I saw her perform, I'm like, damn girl, yes. Like she was going, she was kicking, she was out. The only thing is that her wig fell off. Now, 
Apparently on on RuPaul doesn't like it. Nope. The RuPaul judges don't like it. Nope. Uh, it is what it is for me, but I really I really thought that she did a good job. I mean, duct tape is not a reveal, Mary. <laughs> no, like when that wig fell off and you saw all the mechanics of what makes her. Like you, you don't want to see behind the scenes. I just yeah. want to see. You want to see the wizard behind the curtain. I don't, I don't. I want to see the perfection. Like you know, when you go to a theme park. And you're so like, oh, you're, you're in a new world and you're in a new fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you can see behind the scenes where you can see like the the staff walking around in that, that staff room and then someone actually doing. I don't like seeing that. I hate seeing the um, the mechanics that make Disneyland Disneyland or mm-hmm. that makes the theme park the theme park. I just want to be heavily involved and convinced that i'm in this dream world i don't want anyone to take me away from that i want it to be real and it's kind of the same thing about chelsea i don't want to see <laughs> one major dragon i just want yeah. to see you and all your glory and all your beauty on stage so when it falls off it kind of takes me away from there it was i, I don't think she expected to lip sync um or either that or she just didn't have an opportunity to change her wig because there's no way that towering sci-fi beehive was staying on her head um, she gave lots of fun energy, but I do think Janae, she had a fun reveal. She gave me Dolly flavor. Um, and I do think she was the deserving winner. I was sad to see Chelsea go because I thought, I thought she was a really excellent kind of visual artist and had some of the most memorable looks on the runway. Mm. Um, and she was really like starting to come into her own with her fun energy, you know, fresh off her Joe Exotic performance. Yes. So, um, sad to see her go. I actually, I wanted to see her in the top three actually. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this episode. This episode is the semi-finals. Yes. So, is this the, so next week's going to be the final episode. It should be. This oh, is top snap. four this week, unless they bring back some other girls or something. I don't know. Oh wow! Gosh, that's gone fast. That's gone it really, has. really quickly. So we're good. we're down to Abby, Envy, Janae, and Mama Queen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now Envy's got four wins. And Janae, JK, and Mama Queen, they're actually tied for second because they both have one win each. Yeah. And they've both been in the bottom once. Yeah. Abby, oh my God, is, you know, she's she's just there. She's the Michelle. She's she's there. Like, <laughs> Hi. Oh, hey, girl. I'll have a cappuccino. Eh? <laughs> Abby's Roxy andrews it to the end. Uh, yeah, so she's got three bottoms, and that's that's how it's going so far. She's going to have to do so much to stay out um of the bottom this week yeah. just because of the fact that she has three bottoms like do, do you know what i mean they're all bottoms yep yeah. Th- that's it i mean for me envy janae mama queen are the top three but the, don't don't discount anyone okay don't no. discount anyone at until your, the names are said discount them at your peril okay yeah. so should we get into the episode please let's go all right, we're back. Now, let's talk about the Maxi Challenge. But going into that, we just had Everybody Loves Puppets. We did. One of the things that happens all the time. And Envy Peru rightfully won. And mm-hmm. I, I love the way that she just, in a very monotone, um, she came for, was it Mama Queen? Yeah, she was great, wasn't she? Like, um, like no one understands me and my conceptual looks. <laughs> and it's just too conceptual. And I, I don't understand why. And she just... The joke just kept going yeah. on, which made it really, really funny. So, I have to explain myself on the runway every week. Yes. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> they, they just don't get my yeah. drag. Um, but it was really, really good. Mama loved route. it as well, which I think is a sign of, of good reading, isn't it? If, if the, the target is living yeah. it. Yes, yeah. living. Now, the good thing is that they all had to choose... I mean, I think at the end of the day, the final decision goes down to Fred. But Fred asks them, who do you think should have won? And everyone except for Abby said 
Envy Peru. Happy complimented Mama's impression of her. And I think, I, uh, was that her trying to save face? Like, I think you know, so. I, I'm not offended. I thought it was yeah. funny. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, look, exactly I'm laughing it. and I'm choosing you. <laughs> so I'm not offended at all. And Mama was like, it wasn't even that good. So. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was I'd really, really bad. I'd really you choosing me. Yeah, it was really bad. That, that's what makes it even I mean, more. Abby was clearly the worst. And um, Janae, Janae had a few decent jokes. Fred was laughing at Janae. Yep. But Envy Peru definitely won this Envy's one. Envy's just like, she's such a steamroller in this competition like i mean if 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 ever there was a drag queen that mimicked my performance if i was to go on the show it yes. would be envy yes you and envy are two peas in a pot yes yeah so um envy gets to choose how the maxi challenge unfolds now this week the maxi challenge is maxima the Rusical. Based, of course, on Queen Maxima of the Netherlands. And Rusical being a musical, just in case. <laughs> just in case no one got that. But it's, it's a, a clever play on words, yes, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. We're being punny here, aren't they? Aren't <laughs> yeah. they so clever, so witty? So tell me, what do you know about Queen Maxima? Um, that she was kind of like Eva Peron. And she's, <laughs> she's from, from Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. Don't she, cry for her. She... she um, it's, you're putting me in the spot. All my Neverland fans, people over there, like, if y'all, y'all need to cut me some slack. <laughs> okay. She um, is all for immigration. Yeah, because, well, she's an immigrant herself, of course. Yeah. And this, I don't, I don't know. I would love it if some of our listeners could educate us, but there seems to be a strong link between South America, based on this show at least, South America and the Netherlands, because Queen Maxima is from Argentina, Envy Peru is from Peru, um, Abby OMG is from Brazil. And you know, just I'm just getting the feeling that there's a strong South American presence in in the Netherlands. Yep. A wonderful mixing of cultures. Um, so Maxima, and also she's I, I think one of the reasons they're fangirling over her because they've, they've referred to her a lot in this season is she's very pro LGBT rights more so mm. than more so they say than most monarchs around the world. Like she's really at the forefront. So. She's a friend to the LGBT so she's community. Queen Maxima. She's Queen Yasima. Queen. queen. <laughs> queen. I was doing the report song there. Yeah, thank you. So I just want to go into actually how the musical is going to go. And we had to choose um, how the roles were assigned. Mm -hmm. Now, this musical is going to have four different, um, cover four different, I'm going to say phases. Incarnations. Yeah, of Maxima. Yeah. And one of them is the party girl. Who yes. was given to Abby, mm -hmm. OMG. The other one is Queen Maxima, the temptress, who oh. was given to... Uh, Ab no, sorry. Um, Abby was party girl. Then uh, Janie was temptress. Yep. And then I there was Maxima, fiance. So that went to Envy. Envy was selecting, obviously. Envy went for this one because she didn't want to re do the blue dress look because queen she gave that to mama to be queen maxima because yep. uh, she did that obviously in the first runway and who's, yep. who's your queen so um envy i really get the sense she's being smart about the roles but fair as well i feel like these are all really good fits for the girls and it strikes me it's going to be like quite a fun light-hearted possibly quite irreverent tribute to queen maxima i am just a big fan of musicals period and i'm gonna say this the best <sighs> for me the best musical in drag race history is season 12's final four Baby, it was final six wasn't it no final no not the madonna musical i'm talking no, final about five there were five girls in it there was sherry, sherry. there was Gigi, Gigi, jada Jay crystal um and 
Um, Jackie. Jackie. Yes, Jackie. Can we just, I, I want to say this again, that Jackie was done dirty on that She finally final shone, didn't she? Jackie, she finally really shone. Jackie Cox Slade. And it was a little, a little bit too late. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she... She did do well. I thought she was going to win that week. I don't know how they justified putting her in the bottom because she, for me, was the best. It was track her record. Her singing based. was amazing. Her um her her performance was amazing. Her dancing was good. Like she was ticking every single box. I don't know how she got into the bottom that week. I mean that she was done dirty. She was. She was. Uh, to be honest, I think Jackie should have been given the win for the one woman show as well. Hers was the most one. They gave it to Crystal for the kind of like Crystal got to push the final over Jackie. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't feel for Crystal's performance. Um, Chris, that one. I thought it was a bit too like try hard. It was, and actually, Crystal was probably should have been in the bottom for the. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't. Musical. I didn't like it at all. But that's it. That's Drag Race. That's Drag Race. That's why we love it. The producers do that. Oh my gosh! I just want to have a quick, quick. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm gonna. Digress for a little while here and talk about America's Next Top Model. Now, so everything's coming out about America's Next Top Model, especially because of the whole Tyra thing, about a lot of things that America's Next Top Model did was quite controversial. And let's be honest, America's Next Top Model is the RuPaul's Drag Race of its time. Uh It was the show that every gay was watching. I mean, let's be real. competition show for the gays, yes. Yes, that's the first time we saw Sutan, who is... Raja. Yes, the yeah. winner of season three. Yep, cool. Yeah. I was, I was actually wow, trying to I think like of I was it. getting tested then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Thank you. So that's the first time. Now, they're talking about things that went on behind the scenes about reality mm. TV. And then it was cycle nine. Do you remember the cycle with Bianca? Bianca Golden? Del Rio, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Bianca Golden. Bianca. They shaved off her head. Okay, yeah. That queen from New York. Beautiful girl. I love Bianca. Best uh-huh. voice. It was, was the that season of Salisha. No, the, it wasn't the one that Salisha won. Okay, Salisha. Get so it. They're, get so it. now, if they're talking again and talking about their experience, experiences on youtube you can always you can check it out and they're talking about there was one time when they found production notes they wow. found the production notes and then um they're looking through it and they're like oh my gosh and and, and ahead about how the girls were to be perceived and like, oh, this yes yes exactly how amazing. they were gonna go well not amazing because the, then they began to think like oh my gosh like we were young. I mean, they were like 18, uh-huh. they were like 18, 19 years old, thinking that this is real. They're going to be discovered and my talent's going to be the reason I do so well here. And then they found this production notes and they were quite confused. They're like, oh, what? How? What? This is my story. And yeah. it was telling them how they were supposed to come off. And I just want to take that back to Drag Race and how we always look at things mm-hmm. and go, oh, it's not fair. And how the hell did that happen? It's because it's produced. Heavily. heavily. It's heavily. We heavily produced. We get to know a heavily edited, heavily produced facet of this person's persona that's been carefully built out of curated clips. Do you know Bianca Del Rio? I don't think she was supposed to be on season six. Really? Yeah, she was only told a week before. I think. I think she says that maybe um, a psych. 
someone went through psych and didn't make it and they told oh. her a week before that um she had to do drag race and she's like why did we are I was, she was only given a week why do you think i got the same costume in different colors <laughs> she goes she was only given a damn week Luckily, to prepare she's, she's a dressmaker who had a wardrobe full of those can but you imagine season that six does help Bianca. To, to to kind of help you uh, us understand why her i will say gorgeous glamorous wardrobe was a bit homogeneous because homo you know, what homogeneous <laughs> i'm a homogeneous um because um yeah i guess that's drag queens have a look don't they and she was wearing those gorgeous column dresses every week i love it she's like yeah i wore the same dress in every color and i won and i won <laughs> so she's like there there it is one of the best track records ever as well because i don't think bianca was ever even low no, well, and also she was, um, she never, she's one of the very rare queens who never got to lip sync. Never lip sync, but wasn't even actually low. It's even Sharon Needles was in the bottom. It's Bianca. And then you hear stories about like, I mean, Bianca was saying that there's one time she met RuPaul before RuPaul's Drag Race and she was, she was with Lady Bunny and, um, Lady Bunny introduced, uh, RuPaul, uh, Bianca to RuPaul. And she mm. said that RuPaul was just like, she's like, hi, this is my friend. Um, this is me doing my best, Lady Bunny. <laughs> Sorry. Was that Latoya Jackson? <laughs> that was that was my um. I told you I'm not really good at accent. <laughs> girl, girl, this is Bianca Del Rio. That's it. <laughs> that was and okay. Then, You've always got to start with a girl. And then RuPaul was. I think RuPaul did that like. Mm. And then Bianca mm. goes, "Yeah, I know you when you used to be famous." <laughs> Ah. Don't come for Bianca. <laughs> Don't. And so she was saying. So when she got um, when she went to RuPaul, when mm. when she was the call the call for RuPaul's Drag Race, she was yeah. like, "Oh, you know, they've already had their beef." <laughs> she's like, "Hopefully, she doesn't remember. You know, they've got their history." But I mean, talent is talent, and then Bianca Dario is just. She's Bianca. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. how do we get on to the... What were we talking about? Why we, am I here? Where am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> Who are you? Ooh. How did you... <laughs> how did I get in? Um, we were talking about Max, Max Mother Musical, track records, all sorts. Let's just Jackie get back Cox. to it. Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox oh, not making it. Um, it was the season of Amazing Musicals because the Madonna one is my favorite. I think it is one of the best musicals ever. But the finale one, I will say, did top that. Yep. There were five amazingly talented queens who were really channeled into showcasing their talents. Yes, it was. Yeah, you're right. And the Madonna musicals also, the top two musicals came from season 12. I'm just going to yeah. put it out there. I said what I said. I mean what I mean. I mean, I've rewatched some of the previous musicals and some of them make very little sense. Jane was amazing. I run around the world. We sing it every day. Yep. And then um, that performance that Gigi gave with the, the, oh, the aerial and the backflip and then the, the iconic walk and the look. If, even the... Would have undoes like little hip hop, kind even, of like Madonna look. Even the, exactly. Like even the girls who were kind of like safe or bottom were actually amazing. Like Heidi was in the bottom, but it's because she had like one of the least memorable Madonna eras, if you like. She was still fantastic. Mm, okay. Um, anywho, anywho. Oh, the, the only one who I do think actually did struggle a bit was Jackie in that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was mm. Jackie, Jackie was the only been, one. She should have been in the bottom. How the hell does she? I do not know what the hell's happening I there, and know. why do they? Oh, What's anyway. going on here on this day? Anyway, we digress right back. We're doing a <laughs> musical challenge this week. I'm really, really looking forward to listening to see who has some chops. Yeah. Who's hitting a B flat, <laughs> which is a 
good key to be hitting. The dancing, the performance, the choreography, I am here for it. These are one of the, my favorite things to do. I mean, you're a performer and you love seeing these elements come together, don't you? I do, I do. And I've, I also am very sensitive when I when I do talk about them and you know how we, we're here to give our, our, our opinion with what background we do have. Mm-hmm. Tom, as you know, is a former MUA. <laughs> come psychiatrist allegedly yeah and if, if i think he's a psychiatrist god knows what he is and i do have a performing background so i don't just i don't feel like i just critique mm. i feel like i give a bit of a background and i'm quite sensitive because i know how hard it is to do it so i'm yeah. not going to be like oh that was bad i want to be like oh this is why they struggled uh-huh. i hope i hope i do that oh uh, roll I, the I, tapes roll the tapes <laughs> roll the tapes he but- shit he shit that was shit that backflip was shit that was shit <laughs> No, so that's how we're going to be going. Call that an arabesque. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get straight into it because we're going to have to look at the actual performance. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to look at the looks because they're all what the maxi challenge this week. The girls have to give three looks. It's like a mini ball. They're they're bringing them all. They don't have to make anything, but it's like a patriotic ball. What are the categories? Swimsuit. Yep. uh, Cocktail. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> we know about that. Yeah. Um, the thing you're holding on your hand every time. Kind of eleganza. Every week. Yeah. That's your fourth porn star martini. Second. Top yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... I ain't judging. <laughs> I'm holding my Red Bull. Sugar free. If Paolo sounds a little caffeinated today, it's because he is. <laughs> no. And that's it. So they've got three looks each to do on the runway. And also they've got this musical. Now, this is a huge week, but... yeah. You're right. Did you say that they've brought the looks already? I believe I mean, there's there's nothing to suggest they have to make them. All right. Then it's not a, a tough week for them. <laughs> then it's just they got to focus on this um, performance. Doing three looks each on the runway is a big ask. But they've already brought it. They're changing hair, makeup, costumes. Look look at me downplaying the efforts exactly. that it takes Let's to get... you do it. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Like, it's, it's easy. Makeup, bah, done. Wig. Wig. Yeah, duct tape around me. Like, I've got this. Bah look, I want to get straight into it because I think there's a lot to dissect, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Okay, let's talk about the performance. We've just seen Maxima the Rusical. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So the first queen to perform was uh, Abby OMG. Yep. And Abby OMG was the party girl. Party girl. What did you think about it, Tom? I thought she brought, I thought, again, I think it was well cast. I thought she brought lots of fun party girl energy. I mean, I am a choreographer, so I'd be keen to see what she would think. But I thought she did like some, you know, fun, slightly complex moves, things I definitely wouldn't be able to do, you know, flinging the legs about, getting picked up and stuff. She, it, it created a fun party atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Abby definitely had the most dancing. Actually, I think she was the own. no, she had the most dancing uh, out of all the girls for this okay. one, so she she had to focus on the performance, the dancing, uh-huh. and the acting as well. Yeah, I thought she was good. She was very expressive. She was uh, one thing that you have to do. Essentially, this is a music theater challenge. So when you're speaking the words or singing the words, and it's not dance, you have to make the words a performance. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't say I'm happy. You use your face. You use your body. You yeah. Have I have to really watch you and kind of know what you're saying Mm -hmm. without knowing what you're saying. If it was mute, kind of like what we did, like the first time I saw it, I wasn't looking at the words because it's it's subtitles, isn't it? Yes. So the song, the musical is in, it's in Dutch. 
Yes. So it was really, really good for me to watch it the first time without knowing what they're trying to say, uh-huh. but trying to see what they're conveying with their face, with their body. And I got it. I got exactly what she was telling me. She's a, a party girl. She's a, a spoiled girl. And... I, I got it. So she, I have to say that she fulfilled the brief. She, she did, did have very youthful energy. She did. Which really was well received on my end. I really, really got how old she was from her, um, the way she was acting. Yeah. I really got that she liked to party. She did have some good dance moves. I believed that she was every inch the kind of rich party girl. I, I, I like the tracks going through this as well because they, they all had like a really like Eurovision Song Contest feel to ah. them. They were all like very Euro poppy and I enjoyed yep. them. The thing is that I like, there are four dancers in her. They're all in white. Yeah. It's easy for her to get lost in the mix. Usually when you're center, you get a different color mm-hmm. to help us understand that you're the lead. I didn't need it. I knew exactly my eyes were yeah. on her the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really notice the dancers. They were there. They complimented her, but everything yeah. was, for me, everything was Abby. So that was good. I Kicking liked it. and hair flipping and, like I say, youthful energy. So next it was Janae Jacquet. What did you think of Janae? I thought Janae was amazing. I just wish I she had a bit more. Like when I think temptress, I think the eyes. I think mm. the eyes are so important. Like, I just want to look at you and your eyes tell me that you're going to seduce me. It's like Medusa. Like, you Mm. avoid the eyes because that's where the power is. I really wanted her eyes to say so much more. Okay. But they didn't. But everything else was. Her dancing, amazing. The tango, I loved her. Her hands, the way her hands flowed, it kind of created like a a web, a beautiful, graceful, (laughs) like, web. And it it enchanted me. I think she was really good. The acting was amazing. She trapped a fly in that web. She did, was amazing the dancing the the everything was good the, the tango great performance awesome she made the other dancer who was the king the yeah. prince at that time or the guy the king at the time was it mm-hmm. she made him an accessory totally which conveyed the story didn't yeah she it? made him an accessory i didn't want to look at him she told me to look at me and i i listened he was just there. There was a touch of comedy at the end where she grabbed his mouth yeah. and made him say, marry me. Very, very I good. I was really impressed with Jenny. Very good. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. wish there was more in the eyes. Okay. Is all I have to say. That's the only thing. Because that's yeah. how, you know, the eyes say this. It says sex. It says, <gasps> I want to seduce you. Everything is in there. I don't know. Never heard such things. Um, but I, I agree with you, kind of like what little I know about dancing. Like the tango I thought was excellent. And like she was hitting her lines and dipping low and all this and really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Next up, we had Envy. Now, what I do want to know, I'll say that later. Is that Envy Peru was next. I just don't think that she can do wrong. She can't do I wrong. I don't think Envy Peru can do wrong. Um, in this role, it was a, it was an acting challenge. Like there yeah. was there was hardly any dancing. I thought it gave off a really good campy K-pop kind yeah. of feel. Like the way we're just very, very, it was very music theater. I've written down that this was far more of a comedic section. Yes. And like, I completely agree with you. It's more about a kind of like, there was a bit, there were some steps in there, but it was more like comedy acting, wasn't it? This whole, her whole verse was 
acting for me. Yeah. It was it was purely acting. And she used every inch of her face. She used her mm-hmm. body. She used the stage. And then there was that comedy twist into it at, at the end. I think she did a really good job choosing this part. Mm-hmm. It was um it was really, really good. I think Envy killed it. That's this all I can say. Fir- this is the first bit where girls came back onto stage as well. So Abby and Janie were kind of props for her in this. Mm-hmm. Again, I thought Janie actually did a really good job of being that prop of like conveying comedy, but perhaps more of a chance for her to give a bit more like comedic expression than she did in her own routine. Yeah. Um, I again, I completely agree with you. Really, really strong so far. It was really, Three really good. solid performances. And then the last person was Mama Queen. Mama now, Queen. I just want to say that Mama Queen gives good face. Now, I'm going to slightly disagree with you. I didn't get a huge amount of expression from her face. Were you looking at her face? I was, yes. Is the core connected? Is, yes. your, is, your, is, is the mic on? Hello? Yes, yes I was. Can, um, can you check the Wi-Fi? Is, uh, e- are you all right? <laughs> even more so than uh, Envy sequence, this was even more acting, wasn't it? Again, not a huge amount of dancing. I think she gave like a good like regal, imperious kind of air, but but I don't I don't think she pushed it as far as she could have. Sorry, Tom. I I'm I'm not. I'm not there with you. Do you know what? That's we're okay. On, we're on different you know what? flights yeah. here. Do you know what? Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay for us to disagree and have different opinions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, no, her face was amazing. I believe that she was this power hungry lady with the face. I think she was good. I think she's so gorgeous and statuesque. She gave it off with her body language, but I wanted more like dramatic expression in the face and I didn't get it. I, I got it. Okay. Mama Queen, I, I got you, girl. I got you. I don't, I don't know what the hell you were watching. Were you watching? Did you? Perhaps, should I replay it? No, no, no. I'm happy with my opinion. Um, I think perhaps what I'm thinking is kind of like three really solid performances. Mama came, again, really, really good performance, but maybe just one, for me, one notch lower than the others. Okay, well, that, that's for you. And you're and then, allowed to. Then this, then the, those are your feelings. Those, those are your fe- feelings. My feelings aren't facts. Okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, that, say that again. My feelings one are more time facts. for the people in the back. <laughs> Your feelings aren't facts either. Well, I'd like one to more time out. for those in the coronavirus bubbles. No, everyone can hear this. <laughs> um, but then the other three girls came in. There was an ensemble bit. Who stood out for you in the ensemble? The ensemble, I, I thought that they all did. They were all amazing. Like this is this was a very very good performance. I Top mean, to bottom, it was fantastic. Envy was good, um, and then we also saw Mama Queen. Mama Queen was good. Then we, I mean, I I can't I can't fault him. Uh, them. Oh, I do want to say this. That this was very easy in the sense that it was only was purely an acting challenge it was in the scenes that they didn't have to sing any lines they didn't have to do any vocal work they didn't that's right they only had to focus on the the lip sync performance and choreography and and if they had choreography then they had to think about their choreography but i in terms of the the effort that goes into uh, a musical that doesn't require any vocals it was um Slightly easier. Then then the other seasons who had to do the same thing, but also record lines and sing. I mean, it's very hit and miss in terms of which seasons do that. And I think it fully depends on the vocal capabilities of the cast. Mm. Maybe they didn't feel like these girls would fulfill that. Yeah. Oh, well, well, so then I, 
if you take away the fact that they had to sing, then you are expecting that whatever they do deliver mm. is magnified times a hundred because they have to make up for the fact that they're not going to be using their voices. But I, I, I love this performance overall. I will say for me in the ensemble a bit, I thought Janie gave really good. It, it was, I was interested in what you said about her individual portion with the expression not being there i thought she like stood out in terms of her like comedic expressions and delivery of acting during the ensemble my eye went to her a lot okay let's go yeah let's go we're allowed we're allowed allowed to have our own opinions aren't we yeah yeah yeah. apparently it's encouraged apparently yeah Uh, could could you out of this pick a favorite and a least favorite Um, you refuse okay hold on I have, it's, it's really really hard because then you have to look at some of the queens had dancing and some of the queens just had acting and then uh, how do you compare that I have to say that they were I have to break it down into what was easy and what was less easy like mm-hmm. for me the easiest thing would have been uh, Mama Queen's Mama Queen had an easy one and you, she just had to act and stand there and tell you, I want more. And then you had to look at Envy Peru who had to be fake and had a little bit of like a campy pop. Uh-huh. And then there was a bit of the, she had to portray that comedy as well. And then you looked at the other two who's Abby and um, Abby and Janae and they had dancing in it as well as the acting, as well as the same things as the other two had. So yeah. for me, the, who had the hardest, I would say it was Abby and Abby, oh my God, and Janae. Yeah. Who had the Agreed. easiest was Mama Queen and Envy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to give props to those who had to do more, but you can't discount Envy's acting, which was very, very good. Abby, oh my God, did a good job with the dancing. Janae did a good job with the, the dancing. And Mama Queen did a good job with the face. I, I, that's what I thought. I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. Okay. I you- think it's all going to come down to the runway and the report card. I think they yeah. can't. I, I don't know how they would choose a top and bottom from just that performance. The only thing that if I was a judge and they made me choose a top and bottom, I would break it down into, look, you had the easier role. I'm not saying that you didn't do it right, but yours was easier and theirs was harder. You, I'm going to give props to those who had to do more do you know, and still did well. You're always asking me to be more opinionated and less diplomatic. So I'm going to give you... The order in my head. Okay, okay? cool. The, the order gonna, in my head is... Uh, let me um, unmute your mic. Go okay. on. <laughs> I'm going to put Janie Top, uh, just based on this performance, Janie Top, Abby Close second, um, Envy Safe, Mama Bot. Okay. Uh, on an overall very good performance. Yeah, it was for good. For girls. It was good. I'm not discounting their hard work because I know that they Do worked you know, you their ass off. You are discounting my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to discount any of the queens. You, yes, you're on sale. Like you're, you're on clearance. You can go. But I'm not going to discount any of these girls. But I do want to say that out of all the musicals, I think this would have been one of the easiest. It was one of the ones like in, say, season eleven, where or season ten, where they had like families caught and they were just miming. You know. Oh God, the families. You, you made or the me Trump to one think. in eleven. That one was, those ones were They really were confusing, bad. weird ones that yeah, I didn't get and I've rewatched ones, and I've never quite got. Those ones are bad in terms of everything. In, I feel the music was bad mm. in both for the farm musical and the um, Trump. The music was bad. The characters were, I mean, it was just, it was a flop. Joe, it's a shame they didn't use Monet's vocals for the farm musical because we could have had some sort of variation of, people had an undercover. 
<laughs> Try to take you under just out of way to turn it out. If she did her her signature hey to the side side hey. Look, we gosh, we digress a lot. But you know, it's all good. It's a rich tap. But it's, everything is gonna come down to the runway. Yeah. So let's look Bring at it to the, the runway. Runway. All right, so now we're going to get into the runway, and I'm going to be like the moderator for the pres- presidential debate. <laughs> I'm going to moderate you, Tom, because there's three looks, and we get it. You got references. We get it. You you got opinions, okay? We all got opinions. Your mama queen. <laughs> it's conceptual, okay? You're <laughs> Nobody smart. gets me. No one gets you. But I'm going to do something. I'm going to actually play the runway. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to push pause, so you need to get your opinions out. Right. As on the fly. OTF? Yes. OTF. On the <laughs> right, fly. Valerie. Okay, Valerie Cherish. Okay, Valerie. Let's go. Are you ready? So the category is red, white, and blue. So they have to... So it's got a, it's the patriotic colors of the Netherlands flag, uh-huh. and it's got to fit three themes, bikini, cocktail, and... Eleganza, basically. All right. So let's start that on now. The first queen to walk the category for beachwear is Abby Envy no. Peru. Let's go. So Envy, she's given us futurism, which surprises me because I've not seen Envy really do this before. I really like this kind of like molded plastic splash effect. It's very like David Hockney. Um, and she's, she's, she's hitting all the colors and she looks great and futuristic. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Next up is a Mama Queen. So I love this on Mama Queen. She's giving me Rita Hayworth doing a pinup shoot in this one halter neck one piece with the big ah, duster. That's who I was thinking, Rita mm. Hayworth. I love this look. I think it's gorgeous and it shows off her lovely slender frame. What about Miss Abby? Abby is giving us this kind of Toya Wilcox in Vivian Westwood look. So again with the big duster. Um, and then she whips off the mohawk and she's got this Nicki Minaj oh, underneath. Oh, um, it's an aerial, aerial little mermaid. Yeah, whiff. yeah, very that, yeah. Um, yeah, not my favourite so far, but cool, go Abby. Now, this one with Janie, I thought it looked better with the turban on. I thought the turban looked really, really chic. Um, and then she takes off and it kind of cheapens it a bit. She's a bit like Anna Nicole Smith on the 4th of July. I like that wig. It looks like she just came out of the pool and it's drying. I love the Glorious Watson turban, but there we go. All right. So there we're on to um, Cocktail. Now, Envy sticking with the futurism theme, which surprises me because I've never associated it with her persona. She mentions the Jetsons. I'm getting, you know, um, Chris Tucker in um, Fifth Element. No, sorry, Chris Rock. Chris <laughs> Do you know? No, I don't know that movie. Sorry. Um, fantastic movie. We need to watch it. Um, she's giving me, um, yeah, Ruby Rod in um, Fifth Element. I really like this look. Yeah. I just think it looks snatched. I, know, I don't even know what that means, but... No, her, bo- her body coming. is always fantastic. She's always top to toe polished. It's, um, it's, it's very it's clean. An, it's an interesting shape as well. She's not giving us conventional cocktail attire. My only question in my mind is, do I associate futurism with Envy Peru? But I applaud her for continuing the theme between her looks. I like the wig. I like the colours. <laughs> I like the colours. The colours are all the same for everyone, Bolo. <laughs> See, this is why I'm giving we, the references to you. Well, well done for inventing red, white yeah, and blue. You know what? Not only is she sticking to the um, future 
futuristic theme. She's also stuck into the color theme. Oh, well done, her. I'm like, so have difficult. you noticed that she's wearing the same colors as the other queens <laughs> from the other category? No, you didn't notice that? <laughs> she looks great. Yep. Next up, we have Mama Queen. What do you think? So Mama is also sticking in theme by going quite retro, but slightly different era. By going blue, red and white. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a bit more 40s. Now this is a bit more 50s. She's giving me kind of like Dita Von Teese in a 50s rap dress, holding an actual espresso martini girl after my own heart can i just say that her face with everything is just pure art like you can yes. i can see that as art on someone's wall she looks incredibly chic and elegant and i really really like this look this might be my favorite look on the runway so far she looks the, expensive the, in that wig the 50s hair rolls but she gives it a little pop of humor with her like <laughs> trunk facial expressions she looks like me like <laughs> in the latter half of the podcast yeah. basically um and again those legs that tall elegance she looks beautiful she just looks stunning that's all i can say and mm-hmm. um again sticking with those that, colors that sweetheart neckline do you well. notice the colors are the same it's, as... it's immaculate it's amazing trend alert <laughs> <laughs> trend alert red white. do you know what thing they, is they, do? they actually do that sometimes like i know sometimes, i was just gonna say yeah, that yeah, whenever yeah. they do their, their toot and boot and they go trend alert and the trend alert is like the, the runway theme, theme. the it's runway like, theme is like roger and raven you're better than that are they they are. Ooh. They are. <gasps> are they friends? Are they listening? Bop, 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 bop. Next up, we have Abby. Oh, I got, now, why is Abby coming out in a like, stewardess so, outfit this is, for exactly. a cocktail? Is this cocktail dress? She's come out as Britney Spears in a toxic video. Um, it's a complete misfire. I like I like the kind of like meshy see-through fabric, but she's wearing the same weave that she's pulled back into her ponytail. Ah, you're right. Um, and it's not a cocktail dress. She's very blatantly an air hostess. Look, she's doing a teacher domain. She's a resourceful queen. Okay. Well, yeah, that that's fine. But still, like, I don't. I just don't think it fits the theme. I think this is a complete misfire. Yes, I, I have to say this is the weakest um, cocktail dress look because um, it's very pedestrian. Yeah. I feel. You know what I feel like? I feel like. A private jet has landed and she's walked off before uh, Mama Queen has. Yes. She was, she That's was, exactly it. She was just there. She was there for the whole time. She was yeah. serving and looking after and being a stewardess for Mama Queen. And she's just coming off to announce that she's here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mama Queen. That's what. That's it. That's it. Very that. So Junaid K comes out in this sort of Eve Legere inspired um, bandage wrap, sort of bandage bodycon dress. Um, I like it overall. She's giving me slight Jerry Halliwell vibes, slight um, Elsie Tanner from Coronation Street vibes, because the hair is very like Buffon in the 60s. Mm. Um, but still, so I think there's a slight clashing of eras because the dress itself is very modern, very post 2000. The hair is very 60s. So I would have liked a more sh- sort of sleek and up to date hairdo. But that's a minor criticism overall. She looks, her, bu- her bug, her mug as well is beat. Like, she is so pretty. Um, one thing that I think is, it looks like, you know, like when you make like a pie. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. She's a little you, bit apple yeah. pie with a lattice. It's very, work, very apple pie. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just like, it's making me hungry. Yeah, I'm going to say, just give me tummy Sugar, rumble. <laughs> it's very waitress, isn't it? Very that. Sticking very to the that. musical theme. Good on you. Mm. That's what, exactly what she was going for. Now, the last runway for the semifinals is Evening Gown. And we have... The lovely Envy Peru. So Envy is still giving us futurism, which I like. Um, 
it's I've, we have watched this runway just a couple of times through and it's it's taken me a bit to get on board with this dress but overall i do like it she's kind of a bit like pete burns and thierry mugler um like very futuristic i like the shoulder ruffles uh, it's very elaborate and i really really like that kind of like lace mask and uh, i do like the kind of the leggings underneath it is, I, it, it I is a different love twist the red on it. leggings the when PVC, it comes out yeah. yes because it breaks the white as well the, it is the diff- white from yeah. top to toe it, it takes it away from being conventional but it's still quite chic it's not too revealing envy peru again just like jenna jk is thinking with the musical theme because now i see kinky boots yeah, great, great. With the red yeah, boots. Yeah, yeah. I do want to say that those glasses are like, they're kind of like, do you remember Aquaria? Aquaria yeah, wore those that, black yeah. kind of shades. It's I think a bit that's of what... a trend among queens now because I think it's quite a fun, quick way of adding a twist to a look. Mm-hmm. Out comes Mama Queen. Again, sticking with retro, but again, a very different era. This is a, actually quite on trend because Moschino is doing a very Antoinette thing. Very Marie Antoinette thing for the the upcoming. I think it was like fall twenty twenty or something yeah. like that. I think it was um yeah Oscar de la Renta. I could, Oscar de la Renta. Yeah, yeah. Who did? I, I think we need a jacket here. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure I saw Moschino doing like a really heavily Marie Antoinette referencing thing. So um again like yeah dangerous liaisons Marie Antoinette. It's very that kind of French Versailles court kind of look but you know fitting in with the color theme um i am gonna say personally i'm not a massive fan of the kind of flared trousers under the skirt i would prefer just a big full skirt without the trousers but she'd be missing the pop of blue color then i think Mm. i like the big heart in the middle it's mama queen's twist on court of versailles i think yeah yeah Yeah, it's as a mama queen doing their conceptual oh yeah hopefully the judges will understand do you think she'll have to explain it though I I think it's nice. I think it's very regal. Yeah. Very royal. Very appropriate for a final runway look. Miss Abby, oh my God, is coming out with all the tool that she could find. So I'm going to say I'm not a big fan of this. I can say that it's like an attempt, a, like a Vera Wang-esque kind of fishtail gown, but the tool is kind of like crawling up like little caterpillars up her skirt. There's not quite enough tool for it to look opulent either, especially around the shoulders. So it looks a bit anemic. Do you remember it was the, the first runway theme? or the second runway theme in season 12. And some of the girls were so good at like having like yards and yards and yards. I love the Rockham Sakura. Rockham looked amazing. And she, was she in the bottom? They didn't like it? No, no, no. She's kept out the bottom. Jada looked amazing as well. Again, yards of tool. But then like some of the queens, like Dahlia Sin, there was just not enough tool. And I think if you're a drag queen on stage, you need loads of the stuff to look opulent. And it looks really untidy the way it's crawling up her dress. I don't understand it. I don't mind it. No, it's like a caterpillar. I, d- I, don't, mi- I, like, I don't mind it. I'm sorry, I, Abby, I, I'm I do like the latter part. I, I like the bottom part, the, the part that you didn't like. What I think is weird is I, it looked like two... It's like she had a dress and then she put on the tool mm. around the top to give it that kind of la pouf, la pouf. kind of look. I think her face is stunning. I think so her beautiful. makeup's stunning. I think her wig's stunning. I think that crown's stunning. I think that... If she should, I think it's a nice dress. If it, I think their two dresses put in one, and it just doesn't go together as all. I, I would I, say it would look better if the disconnect between the white and blue was cleaner, and there was more tool in the bottom and loads more tool in the top, and then we just had like her gorgeous cinched figure in the middle. 
Okay. Just like really clean and white. But I, what can I say? I'm not a fashion designer. I'm not an MUA. You're not an MUA? <laughs> I'm not an MUA. What? Now, Janie comes out. I like this. So I think it's a really good use of the strips of fabric in a way that like looks clean and chic. And she's got this color. And the lattice work looks better here than it did on the cocktail dress, I think. Less like an apple pie. She's got this like Versace-esque thigh-high slit. And she just looks regal yet sexy. Love that upswept do. Um, her face is beat for the gods. Um, love it, gal. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's alright. Okay. It's it's alright. <laughs> Don't get too excited. I mean, one glove and then one non glove. No, and it's then a deliberate the... asymmetry. Is fashion? Oh, but is it fashion? But oh. is it fashion? Um. I just look. I'm just not a fan of the stripes of colours. Is all I just think that yeah. This is me. I think it's done very well. So before we go on to the next bit, who had your favourite look and who had your least favourite look? I think Mama Queen ripped up the runway. She did. I think Mama Queen ripped this runway up. She is the winner of the runway for me. Second place, I would say. uh, I don't know. Envy. Envy. Envy's up there as well. She was very, very oh, yeah. consistent. Envy's, Envy's very polished. I think the bottom two is going to be Abby and Janae just by process of elimination. But I know that you didn't appreciate, uh, what's her name? Abby's Abby. look. But Abby's looks are easily the weakest. But, you know, they have been all season. Um, I Weakest in terms of this is drag race. But if mm-hmm. I saw her looks in the club... I'd be throwing money at her. Yeah, but this is drag race, unfortunately. I know. I'm just I'm, in case she's listening. I want you to know that Abby, I love you. Okay, like Tom, Abby. Tom's Tom's drunk Tom's, <laughs> again. Tom again. Tom's drunk. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so, so don't listen to him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Abby is. These are all amazing queens. It comes down to the little details. I'm gonna say that the top three, the top two, I can easily see being Mama Queen and Envy. Thing is, Abby was one of my favorite performances. Um, so it just depends what the judge is going to take into account. But for me, based on everything, including track record. I mean, if they want to make drama, they'll put an Abby and Envy in the bottom. But I'm going to say the bottom is going to be Janae and Abby. Um, I'm a queen. These, these judges put a lot of emphasis on the runway. It's really swayed things yep. every week. My winner is Mama Queen. This week, Mama Queen's my winner. Um, close second is Envy. The bottom is going to be Abby, oh my God, and Janae. And this might be Abby's week to go because four times in the bottom, it's it's not, a, it's not a good thing, especially when you have no wins. I'm going to disagree with you quite a lot because Abby was one of my favorite performances. You can disagree all you like, Tom, but every single week I have been <laughs> it's right. It's true. It's true. You're, every, more, in, you're more in yeah, tune with Fred. I have been every... I've been right every single week. So say what you need to I say. I thought her runway was solid. Solid. Um, Abby, I think, is probably going to be in the bottom based on track record and runway. And I think Envy and Mama will be safe. All right. Well, let's have a look. That is if they give a winner this week. They don't always. They're usually just like, well, you're not making it to the top three. Nobody wins. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Time to wrap it up. We've just seen the whole thing. Tom. There's a first for everything. Tom, <laughs> Tom's prediction was much more accurate than mine. Sometimes. The winner, the winner this week was Janae Jacquet. Janae Jacquet. Clap, clap, Jay clap, Jay. clap, clap. Second win for Janae puts her in second position. Yes. So the bottom two Track was Mama Queen and Abby. Oh my God. And they had to lip sync. Mm. What were your thoughts on that? 
Well, they did Kelly Clarkson's Stronger. Second time this song's been done because we saw Dayla and Darianne do it in season six. Yes. Um, I will say probably did it a little better. I, um, I, I declare this lip sync one of the ugliest <laughs> performances I have seen this season. And the fools will flock to her. I, I do not understand. I... I'm being serious. I'm telling you right now, that was not the best lip sync. Mama Queen was worried about Abby. She was in her head a lot in the performance. Yeah. Looking over at Abby. Abby may have, for me, performed a little bit better, but that doesn't mean anything because her performance too was very, very like Miley Cyrus. And this is Abby's fourth time in the bottom. Yes. As we've said many times before, Abby should have learned to, you know, parakinesis, telekinesis, levitation, something like that should have been achieved at this point. Yes, I don't. And then there was a, a slow strip tease part. Like, first of all, can mm. we just talk about the song Stronger? What doesn't yeah. kill me makes me stronger. Um, stand a little taller. It does. It does. A feel good to yourself that you're better. It's, you don't need anyone. It's that's, an empowerment. That's, like Where anthem. was the emotion? Like there, by this Christina. is not. This is not a striptease song. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It was very, very like weird. This this lip sync was. I don't know. I Maybe remember Dayla like, and Darianne performed it a lot more. Kind of like, yeah, you're not going to keep me down any longer. Punch in the air, kind of thing. You know, I'm stronger, kind of thing. Stronger. Um. So it didn't. It didn't match that energy. Um. If I had to choose between the two of them, I would have chosen Mama Queen to stay. She gave a bit more emotion. And do you know what really entertained me? Her split at the end when she fell over. <laughs> For me, that was like, that was the ultimate invulnerability. Uh, I, th- I thought she was doing it as a joke. I, oh my God, how embarrassed that was like. First of all, she was using the splits as her like, full stop, you know, exclamation point, <laughs> I can do the splits. And as she goes down, she falls over. And I'm like, girl. I mean, Abby went into her 87th split of the season so far. Yeah. Um, and, and still counting. Still can't, her, her cooch still can't hit the floor. I'm sorry. Um, but um, there we go. I mean, this, this lip sync, it was, yeah, it was nice. It was different. It was unusual. <laughs> it was nice. It was interesting. It was unusual. Can I just say that... I'm shocked. The verdict was a double chante. So we got a final top four. Let's go back to the double chante. Somewhere Alyssa Edwards uh, threw her chair at the TV screen. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. Somewhere in Beyond Belief Dance Studios, Alyssa Edwards threw her chair at a TV. I can, yes, exactly. <laughs> I cannot. She, she, uh, she did a pirouette. She did a pirouette and that leg hit the TV screen. Uh-huh. She is, she's, a, she's doing a full split telling them this is how you do it. Is this the weakest ever double Shantae? This, I thought, should have been a double. The, okay. This, should, this it, should have been a double bye-bye. Is it a worse double Shantae than Pharamone versus Cuckoo when Eureka went home? Well, that that's not the case because that's that's like Medical. Willem. That's like a Willem situation with a sense was there I was mean, already someone going home. Alaska and, that- and Fifi, uh, not Alaska. So, wow, that was a Freudian slip. Sharon and Fifi fought for that. That was actually a really good lip sync. Where Fifi's wig fell off. Yeah, but it was getting in my way, and she threw it away. Look, I just. <laughs> I am happy that these girls get another week to fight. I would be pissed off if I was Envy and Janae. I they really ex- would have been. They expressed that in no uncertain terms. Both of them were face face crack of the century. I mean, at the Coco Montrese walks in. At the end of the day, the lip sync wasn't the best 
maybe it's coming down to nerves. And also, let's be honest, they have those humongous outfits, so they needed to get rid of them. And I think that they're trying to weave it into their lip sync performance, the whole like strip taking it off. But like, if I was if I was one of the girls, I would have ripped it off. It's the song is about power, it's about strength. You know, like I would have been like passionately like ripping off what does it come in that's what I would have done not like so, ooh I want to turn around I'm gonna it's yeah. gonna come down my way so I'm gonna look over my shoulder no 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 wrong Rip song wrong Get song girl phone. wrong song <laughs> you're wrong TV wrong the, channel the Can money I- you spent in this outfit will come back to you through exposure <laughs> so just destroy it <laughs> Yes, or a spectacular special. You never know. <laughs> Watch your Venmo. We'll send it over. Anyway, congratulations. This is Janae's second win. Right mm-hmm. now, we've got four queens going into the semifinals, and we know it's going to be some kind of performance. Yeah, we saw some choreography going on. Um, maybe they just had choreography that needed four girls, you know? Or maybe Abby is youth appeal and a pretty boy, and they want to keep us at the end. So she's, she's purling it. She's purling She's it. She's purling it. Oh, well, purling that's it. it. Make sure to join us next week for the finale of Holland's Drag Race. Also, feel free to follow us on Twitter. Message us on Twitter. Tell a friend about us. Thank you, Chris, for telling your friend about us. And yes. I, what was the name of said friend? Um, oh, wow, Tom. Wow. Wow. No, I'm not going to edit this out. No, I'm Sean. Not, I'm not it's his friend Sean. <laughs> it's his friend Sean. Shay, I'm not editing that out. Yeah. I wanna, yeah. Who sent a glowing review and we very much appreciate it. Chris and Sean, shout out. Yeah, but so <laughs> like Chris, please tell a friend about the podcast. <laughs> You're going to need more of this when we go into another lockdown. So don't be shy. Spin in the GT podcast. We are on every single platform and uh-huh. we are charting on Apple and Spotify. I don't know why you wouldn't know about us. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. This is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. See for the you finale. Soon, guys. Bye. Bye bye.